Got sidetracked by a phone call. Ah, hot chick? Nah, my dad. Eh, close enough. <laughs> Nectar of the gods. <laughs> all, I, all I hear is... Oh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> As I choke. Sexy. I want you now. Oh, come on. Take me, Larwin. Take me now. Yes! Yes! Oh! <laughs> You're listening to The Quest. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is Joe the Widget Wilson, and I got it right this week. <laughs> Welcome back to The Quest. This is episode three. Um, with me, as always, is the sexiness, the man of my dreams. Hi, you, Barwin. What's up, you beautiful man, you? It's just so wonderful. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, Mike, everyone knows about our relationship. Just ask, ask Val and Isis and everyone else. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that lovely voice is Mike Forney. That would be me. Hello. Hi. You got such a classy intro, Mike. It's me. Hello. Hi there. Me. Hi. Oh my god, guys. (laughs) What's up? Hello. (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye. My name is Mike. I like long walks on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) So, how was everyone's week? It was awesome. And by awesome, I mean it was not. (laughs) (laughs) Same for me. Work's been work's been awful this week. I haven't even worked since we did the last episode, so. <laughs> for you. Yeah, lucky punk. Yeah. I gotta yeah. go back in tomorrow, and I got four 12-hour days this week, so, yeah, not really. I was yeah, sick so. all week with the flu, so I didn't get the notes done for the show until, like, last second. Yeah, I had to go deal with hospital bills. That's always entertaining. Yeah, this is entertaining radio. Good job, guys. We <laughs> <laughs> sure glad we had a fun week. Bumming everybody yeah. out. Like, oh, I got sick. I had hospital bills. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did spend most of the week playing the core beta. There you go. As always, that's my brainchild right now. Hit level 18. Got it nice. slow, but, you know, nice. we'll get How there eventually. Enjoying? Huh? Good game. How are you enjoying it so far? Is it good? Uh, it's pre- it's fun, man. It's it's a blast. I like the story involved. It really gets into the details about it. Um, I tried doing space battles, but I didn't really like them too much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, most of the time, I just spent PvPing and questing. I wish I could weird. just... I wish I could just pick your brain of every little tour detail right now. I'm so looking forward to this game. <laughs> I just you know, I'm surprised that I like I'm PvP because I don't like PvP in games. And I told myself obsessed. that I wasn't really gonna pick this game up, but self. Yeah, I told myself that. Don't want to. Self. Self. You're not gonna self. get this game. Um, but dip. with between Ivarwin and Mike, you guys hounded me about it. I was getting um, a text from my buddy Chris D and Bane. Um, today about it. You gotta play it, man. You'd be a loser if you don't. <laughs> Fine. I'll pick the stupid game up. <laughs> Besides, wow. how many games have I actually played with both of you at the same time? Yep. It'll be fun. Not one. We All should right. create a quest guild. Yeah, maybe. I was talking to Nelligan, though, for a good gamer friend of mine. and uh, Oh, that's right. He has one, huh? But I don't want to go the good, fl- the, the good fluffy 
holy art art us thou side of the Jedi. So yeah, I I like my Sith. He's fun. I want to be the ugly in your face. I'm a complete BA Sith. That's what I'm doing. I love it. I love it. I love anyway, it a lot. <clears throat> um, Devarwin, do we we have show updates? You want we do. Beans? I'm spilling the beans. Um, next week's uh, going to be a, a fun one for us. More fun than, than usually is um, because we're doing a Halloween-themed episode. Ooh. And we're going to have our first our first guest host will appear as well. Yeah, I got to double confirm that with him. <laughs> but he said he was good, so we're, we're good to go on that. All right. Well, that's Should good at least. Okay. I can give him a call later. So we're expecting our first host. <laughs> yeah. We're expecting. Um, I can give him a call later. Now, a Halloween-themed episode for us is obviously, you know, we're not going to be hanging spiderwebs off your ears as, as you listen to us. That'd be cool. It would be cool if we could do that, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that would be cool. Um, and unlike last episode, I promise you, we will, I will not be shrieking in your ear. <laughs> However, uh, what we will do is uh, that if was you funny, listen though. to the next, next week's episode backwards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will own your soul. <laughs> the Quest Podcast is not responsible for anything that happens while listening to this episode backwards. God. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I hope I'm not right. peeking out my mic. <laughs> uh, our D and D monthly episode. I'm okay. I'm lost. As usual. Okay. Like, you got <laughs> yeah. it? You're on track? Yeah, I'm on track. I got this. Here we go. <laughs> so we decided that we're not going to do uh, our D&D episode as part of the quest. We're going to do it as a separate title. It's going to be titled The Quest Show Dungeon Quest. Ooh, creepy. Dungeon. We're going to try to do it next uh, before Halloween sometime, but we don't have an exact date down. We still got to kind of fine-tune everything. Just so you uh, guys know. Also, Sorry, Mike. Um, the, the dungeon quest and side quest that episodes that we're going to do are going to be on the same RSS feeds. So you'll be able to find them all right on our the quest show on on our website as well as iTunes and hopefully Zoom soon. Yeah, it's not the the whole idea is that we were talking about you know um, these you know ideas that we have in our head and you know they could work, um, but we didn't want to make them in place of you know the show that we put out every week. So you know. If you don't like what we're doing um, for, you know, the the Dungeons and Dragons uh, episodes that we're going to do every month, and the occasional side quest episode that we're going to have every, you know, when when we can do it, you still have, you know, this weekly show as, you know, a staple that you can always come back to. So um, at least we're not going to be Im- Im- impeding on that for for the listeners at all. I was I had under the to... impression that if they didn't listen to the dungeon episode, we were going to hunt them down and kill them. We're gonna, we're Mike, gonna, yeah. there are yeah. such things as trade secrets. Oh. They're secrets? They're pro- what does secret mean? I know. i got to learn to keep my mouth shut. I'm sorry. You're like me when oh. I have too many beers. We will not hunt you down. We will not kill you. We, we, we will won't. do nothing of the sort. We won't. We will not do any of it. I promise. I actually had some people ask me... Um, what the why do we did we name our show the quest and it's actually in my mind it's two parts one you can't play most games without having some sort of sort of quest this is a first person shooter um but also it's our our quest for gaming every all gaming old new you name it everything in between as well as pen and paper and that's why we have these separate little 
side bits coming on, side quests, dungeon quests, things like that. Yeah, I don't know if we Sounds explained um, in detail what you know what we've got planned for these these special episodes. The dungeon quest, all right. Obviously, we've said we want to put out every month at least one um, Dungeons and Dragons episode. All right. What does that mean? What what we have planned is this. All right. Because you know we're we love um, old school RPGs. We want to do an homage to the the greatest and the original. Um, the father of all role-playing games, Dungeons & Dragons, in its original format, the pen and paper version. How do we plan on bringing this to you, though? Well, we're going to... Besides, it gives me a chance to work on my stupid voices. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. You're all right, right. I quit. Next old week on the quest, two hosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost my train of thought. But in any Sorry. event, like, what we're going to... No, it's all right. It's all good. Um, what we're going to do for it though, is we're going to, it's basically a recorded D and D session. Like if, if you, you know, play D and D when you were younger, um, it's going to be that only this time recorded a lot older and probably with beer. <laughs> so we're expecting some, <laughs> a lot a of entertaining things. Yeah. I might actually break down and, and have a Corona during one of these. I don't normally drink, yeah. but. Yeah. That could be fun. I might have a Corona or two or three or a 12-pack. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Widget. Widget. Mike, Widget. <laughs> Mike needs a 12 See, get this. I'm such, a, I'm such a lightweight that two beers, I am fully buzzed. Three beers, I'm gone. Yeah. Basically, I pick a random nun off the street. Going good. And, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I need at least a 12-pack to get me going pretty good. <laughs> at least. I'm sitting there on like one beer. I'm like, oh, well, I feel good. Mike's on second pitcher. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> we'll be there eventually. <laughs> You're feeling good. How about you? Feel normal. <laughs> Feel normal. No problem. <laughs> so basically what you're saying, Joe, is that you pick any random nun off the street and she can drink you under the table any day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good man. <laughs> Cheap date. Good for you. Mike, you want to borrow one? <laughs> Give everyone what we're, what we're thinking about for um, the side quest. Tell them what, what that's about. Well, we went over it a little bit last week. What we're talking about doing is trying to go to, like, midnight releases, special events, that sort of thing, interviewing people, recording them, and basically just doing kind of like a mini show about it. Um, they're not going to do them too long. You know, it won't be as long as our, obviously, our podcast is, you know. But it'll just be kind of information. Um, farther down the road next year, we want to try to go to E3. Uh, if that's possible, we're going to try to get our press passes to do that, which would be great. And next year, I want to attend BlizzCon. Yeah. So, right. so, this, so the side quest is not going to be anything that's actually a scheduled show. It'll happen as things arise, as events arise and things like that. Um, if like It'll be a surprise! If we get an email from some developer that wants to, wants to do an interview with us, or we email them and want to ask them for an interview, and they agree to it, we won't put it on the show proper. We'll make it into a side quest and just make it about them. Yeah. I was also... Um... I was also considering um, when a big midnight opening happens and I'm able to do it and make the trip um, since I'm on the East Coast, I was thinking about heading into Times Square where they, they have a lot of those big midnight showings and maybe, you know, taking a, uh, a digital camera with me and just, you know, doing a, maybe a video um, cool. side quest episode. Yeah. That'd be cool. And you can pick up some signed copies of the games for me when you're down there. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Will do. Anything else you want to talk about before we get to the meat and potatoes of the show? Meat and potatoes. Yeah, I use that line it. again. Meat and potatoes. All righty. Last night for dinner. All right, guys, let's move on to trade chat. I had turkey. 
Gobble, gobble. Eh. Sorry. <laughs> It's the trade chat. And welcome to Trade Chat, where we talk about everything gaming that we feel like, except for MMOs, except for the, the ones we have in Versus. Um, Mike, I'm going to let you go first, man. All right. So, as you all know, BlizzCon was today, and most of the information we talk about will be farther down in the grind, but I did just want to bring up that the... Blizzard announced what's going to be in their Diablo 3 Collector's Edition. Ooh. It's Blizzard, right? They have have some kind of Collector's Edition. Always, always. So, um, you know, if any of you have got the Warcraft Collector's Edition, it's going to be quite along the same lines. You're going to get an art book of Diablo 3. You're going to get a Collector's Edition soundtrack, a DVD and Blu-ray of Behind the Scenes, the game, obviously. You're also going to get some (laughs) in-game content for Diablo 3. That's in there, too. Yeah. Some artifacts. <laughs> some artifacts for Diablo 3. You're going to get a fetish shaman pet for World of Warcraft. and you're gonna I'm get sorry, Mike, but... A fetish can you, can you imagine? Shaman? What is he, like, masochistic? Or... <laughs> I don't know. He looks like a little green guy. He sits there and weird. licks your toes. He's got, like, a yeah. ball in his mouth. You take him out of a box. <laughs> like I love the toes! Looks like he has a ball in his hand, but it might be a fireball. All right, I'm not going there. All right, That one's so, too easy. You're also going to get a 4 gigabyte uh, USB flash drive that's shaped like a soul stone, and the holder for that is Diablo's skull. Okay, 4 gigabyte? Are they getting that yes. cheap? Yes, but the skull that it sits in is bad. <laughs> I don't care. You can get a 4 gigabit flash drive for like 2 bucks. And yeah. Paste your own skull to it. But you can't shove it into somebody's skull. Why would you want to do that, Mike? Because it's shaped like a soul, a soul stone, and that's what they do in the game. I'm going to subtract your memories. <laughs> Because that's so, dripping with nothing else but awesomeness. There you go. <laughs> still, still, still no release date for it yet, of course. But yeah, you know, it'll be here right. this year. Anyways, I, I gotta say, you know, I, I know last week, like I said, you know, I'm I'm really concerned about, you know, the quality of the game that they're going to be putting out because they held it back for so long, and I, I kind of still am. But with with what happened with BlizzCon today, like what they were releasing. I can kind of understand as well, like why they held it back, and then all this this stuff on top of it, you know, yeah. um, coming in the. Di- I'm I'm definitely gonna get it. <laughs> did you uh, did you see the new uh, cinematic they put out today for Diablo? No, I I literally just woke up about an hour ago from like three uh, they hours. They released their new Black Soulstone <laughs> cinematic. Epic! It is. Is it? Freaking sweet. Yeah. It's not gameplay, it's just their cinematic, but it, it's bad. It, it gets you really in the mood. It makes you want to go kill some demons. It makes <laughs> so, me want to uh, touch my Diablo. <clears throat> yes. That's exactly it. Okay, before we go any further so, with that... <laughs> stop that conversation now. <laughs> Alright, I also want to talk about uh, Twisted Metal for the PS3. Oh, man, you're, you're taking uh, all the turns. I know, I know, I'm taking all the turns. <laughs> my turn, you wait your turn. What? What? Anybody... Anybody played Twisted Metal before? Oh, heck yes. Every one of them. Evarwin? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I actually worked on the last Twisted Metal for the PSP. I tested it through the whole process. Fun game. Anyways, that's just... Well, that was wrong with it. Little information. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was the best at that game. Better than anybody else there, so don't worry I about was working that. for Sony at that time, but I wasn't on that project. Yeah, I was. <laughs> um, basically, third-person car shooter game. Really fun. This one will support 16 players through PSN. Think Mortal Kombat with vehicles. Yes. Also, this one is two to four players split screen. Offline, Joe, 
and online as well. So, oh, yeah. sweet. Yes, I know. We got into that last week about Joe's little pet peeve. They heard, so. me. They heard me. They, they heard did. me. Lots of <laughs> weapons, from missiles to miniguns to giant magnets and mascots. The only, thing I'm, the only thing I'm worried about this one is the, the introduction of helicopters. Ah, I'll get into that. There's going to be a dozen vehicles, each outfitted with the weapons. Um, and in this one, it's different from the other ones. Um, each vehicle is independent of its driver in this one. So basically, the vehicles can be driven by any character in the game. Hmm. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. not going to be like the old ones where it's just a lot of pretty much shoot them, shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. There's actually going to be strategy in this one. Uh, there's a couple game modes they released. Uh, Last Man Standing hmm. um, introduces a shared life pool. Really? So everybody on the team is sharing a life pool. So if you got one <laughs> player, you're going to lose. <laughs> Mike, now I have to go through and bleep that. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> one crappy player, you're going to lose. you got to make it work together. Um, nuke mode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Nuke Was mode that loud? The, no. Yes, <laughs> nuke mode is one of the crazy ones in here. In nuke mode, each, play, uh, each player is either choose defense or offense. It's actually on an inning basis. So, like, you do it for so long, and then it switches over. Mm-hmm. And you have to fire a missile at the opposing team statue. But in order to fire the missile, you got to capture one of their players, take them to a sacrifice site, and sacrifice them. <laughs> kind of uh, crazy, but it's cool. So, let me um, ask you a question. How come yeah. my car can't have missiles on it, but I can have it in a game? That's, like, not fair. Uh, because it would be illegal, and you might accidentally kill somebody. Can you imagine the world where all, all, all everything you find in a game is legal to do? Yeah, in the world, world. Over. So that, That's like an, an, an. There would be no world. It would. It, it's gone. Yeah. So, Chaos <laughs> rules. So there's some new vehicles in this game. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some new vehicles in this game. Uh, first one is a Joggernaut, which is a long semi-trailer that can. Because he's a Joggernaut, bitch. They can drop rolling explosives. Uh, special ability is it opens up the back and allows two players to enter and man mounted turrets. Oh, yes. Basically, it's a freaking, like, big-ass destroying machine. It sounds like, uh, a night of, uh, sounds like a night with me after I've had some Mexican food. The second vehicle is Talon, which is Twisted Metal's first flying vehicle. It's equipped with a turret to fire at the ground, and it has a giant magnet that you can either pick your teammates up out of danger or pick a bad guy up. Fly him real high and drop him. Everyone's going to be the helicopter. What are you going to do? They're going to pick each other up? Go fly yeah, low. Get underneath me so I can pick you up. Uh, there's I wonder also... what they're doing for anti-air. Uh, well, you can shoot and Missiles. stuff in the air. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. Heat seeking. I haven't really talked about it yet, but there's also going to be a vehicle that drops health. So, you know, basically a healer so you can keep your team going. I can't wait for this. Do they have a release date on this? They do, don't they? Yes. Release date is set for February 14th, 2012. That's so. going to be on my must-buy list right there, man. So wow. I can't wait. It'll be fun. It's coming up. I'm pre-ordering but, uh, it. Yep, yeah, me too. Is it, right, uh, is it PlayStation exclusive? Yes, it is, of course. All Twisted Metals are. Our one? It's made by, it's owned by Sony, I know. I remember that. Yeah. you got to well, get a PlayStation, Metal's man. You do. you got to play Twisted Metal with us. I'm working on it. All right. We got a few months to go. Uh, yeah, Twisted Metal is actually the longest-running uh, PlayStation 3 uh, franchise. Is it really? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's been around for a while. It's been around for um, 15 years or something like that, I think. I don't have it in my notes, but yeah. Anyways, that's all I got. So, Avaro, uh, when you want to take it? I'm not taking it too far this time, guys. I... <laughs> uh, other than playing a lot of Dead Island and Plants vs. Zombies... 
<sighs> I haven't played Dead Island in a couple weeks. So I need to get back on there. I got, I got, I, I picked up a Gamefly subscription. If I can stop, you know, stuttering. I, 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 I. I got my Gamefly subscription. I, I put up four games on them. Um, one of them that they've officially shipped to me three days ago. I should get it tomorrow or Monday, which I'm excited about. Is Rage. Uh, What's rage. the deal with I've, that game? I I keep. Hearing, I've been like, looking a lot at people... videos and stuff like that. I've been looking at videos and things on it, and it looks seriously. It's just like Borderlands, but with much updated graphics, and it's really set to a post-apocalyptic type world where it's just in ruins. But the graphics are intense. Um, it's gotten some really good reviews. It are looks. They doing... It looks like kind of like Borderlands and Red Faction kind of combined. Ooh, That's awesome. But I don't think the environments are that destructible. I don't know. I can't wait to play it, and I'll give a full report on it next week. Awesome. The um, wow, rage. So rage has destructible environments. I don't know. I heard that it does. Oh. I don't know for sure. I'm gonna find out. I hope it does. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Did I, but from the graphic standpoint, it looks sweet. Anything else, guys? Don, I want to bring up Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong Returns for the Wii. I'm a huge Donkey Kong Country fan. I played the Schlizit out of Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. I got 100% on all three of them. I knew every single secret in, in all three games. I even sat down and drew um, maps for every single level in the game with secrets. How to get That's the secrets. Disturbing. Yeah, really. But... Um, <laughs> I was that much of a fan. I did not really care for the 3D one that came out for the N64. That game... But, no, I um, didn't like that either, but my girlfriend Jenny just adored that one. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I, I, I beat it, mind you, but it didn't have the same Donkey Kong Country feel for me. It, it felt like Mario Bro- Mario 64 but yeah. with, with apes. Um, yeah. the, I, then when I saw E3, a couple was it last year or a couple years ago? A couple years ago, where they announced Donkey Kong Country Returns, I got super excited because it was a side-scroller Donkey Kong Country. But seriously, after I bought it and I played it for about two hours, I, I haven't put, picked it up since. And what killed it for me was a stupid motion control. Yes. I, I played mm. that. See, again, um, my my girlfriend Jenny got that game thinking it was going to be like a 3D version of, of you know Donkey Kong Country again, and she was very disappointed in the 2D side-scroller thing. Um, and when I was I was excited about the 2D side scrolling um, feel of it, but I didn't like the fact that you had to shake that stupid controller in order to like pound the ground, and like, yeah. I didn't like that at all. Hold A, shake it this way, stroke it, good. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I just wanna... twisted. Those motion <laughs> those motion controllers are either great or they are horrible. Throw it depending through on a window. Game. Yeah, those motion controllers are either great or horrible, depending on the game. If They're they really fun for sports-like games. If they would have kept it with the updated graphics and a new story to it, with new levels, and kept the, the controls simple, I would have been all over it. Well, that, well that, like I said, it's, uh, go ahead, Mike, I'm with sorry. the motion controller, they're really good with the sports games and stuff like that. Bowling? Oh, come on. The party games, fun. yeah. Yeah, the party games, they're great. But just those type of games are just not as entertaining for However, I am looking out, looking forward to that uh, Sorcerer game that's coming out, I think, this year or next year on the PS3. That one looks pretty cool. I have uh, Tiger Woods, the latest of uh, the latest Tiger Woods 2000, or, yeah, two, ugh, come on, Joe. Tiger Woods 2012. Um, I, I, I like playing golf. I like going out there and, and playing. I'm not that great, but it's a lot of fun for me. But, so I got the game, and I'm really good at with the, on the controller, really good at it. All right, so let me let me ask you guys a quick question. All right, do you 
Do you think that motion controls are the future of gaming? Because you've got the Wii came out, and it looks like um, PlayStation and um, the uh, the Xbox, you know, took a page from their playbook and you know brought out those those motion controls to remain competitive. But the thing is, is you know, I'm wondering like if this is really going to be like the future of gaming, like, do you think this is, you know, we're going to go from less, um, you know, games that, that deal with handheld controls and more into motion controls, or do you think that it's kind of just like, um, a blip on the map in gaming right now? It's, it's going to be one of those things. that's going to be one of the things of the past, uh, motion controls is a gimmick. Look at the, I don't know. I think it's going to go tandem. I think it's going to actually go alongside it. I don't think they'll stop making the other games, but I think they're going to keep pumping out motion controls. People bought the Wii. Oh, yeah, this motion control is really fun. And then two weeks later, they sit back on their Xbox. No, the Wii, yeah, the Wii's <laughs> old. However, if you just look at the Kinect, there is so many fun games going on with the Kinect and stuff like that. I play the Kinect. It's, I do, too, religiously. And I hated it. See, I love it. I'm a, it's a now, blast. Okay, I mind you. I think the Kinect and the Move have a future only if they do it one way. That's if they only incorporate certain features of a game that are Move compatible and not the entire game. Well, it depends on the type of game. There shouldn't be... Like, for you're instance, gonna have... you're on your Xbox, you have your controller, you're going through your... Um, you're, you're playing a first-person shooter. You wave your hand, brings up a menu really quick. You use your fingers, you press what you want, you're back in the game. I you know I kind of like how the way PlayStation does it with the first person shooters with the uh, sharpshooter attachment and stuff like that. Um, I really don't like the Xbox one where you don't have a gun. I kind of want to have a physical something in my hand when I'm shooting people. So I think more so for party games and stuff like that, the motion controller has a niche in the market. You know, party games, dancing games, sports games, those sort of things. But as far as traditional. Uh, RPGs, shooters, fighting games, stuff like that. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with those. We we brought up um, when we when we covered the Legend of Zelda a little bit in the first episode. You know, uh, Joe brought up a great point about you know motion controls in in the Legend of Zelda. Like he he didn't want to deal with it. Like it was just annoying to him. And and like for me personally, I would think an entire game, you know, based on the idea of me swinging a sword around throughout the entire game is just going to be annoying. But, I mean, Mike, you said that you really enjoyed it, too. I The Zelda game, not so much, but um, there's a game coming out for the PlayStation called Sorcerer, which is kind of like that. You're, you play this little Sorcerer's Apprentice guy, yeah. and you go through, and there's goblins and all that stuff. And basically, you have a wand, and depending on the way you move your arm and you know throw your arm out, you cast different spells. So you can play it about so, 15 minutes a day before your arm size wants to fall off. Yeah. Maybe. So like, I don't know. From what from what they showed at E3 last year, because that's when they introduced it, 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 they actually put a lot of effort into it, and it looks really good. You can do different kind of spells, combos. Certain games like are going to be motion control. See, guys, you got to look at it this way. Motion gaming is in its infancy right now. It's still a baby. Yeah. Um, I think that companies are going to still play with it and get more involved with it in the future, but it's still... Not until motion becomes a one-to-one ratio, consistently accurate, is it going to be worth anyone's time besides sports games and gimmick games? Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, me personally, I don't really see it, you know, um, phasing the controller out. You know, like, I kind of agree with you guys. Like, I think there's going to be some games where it's just going to be all motion control, and it's basically going to be those party games. But, like, as far as, like, you know, all games are considered, like, you know, Mike brought up a good point about first-person shooters. 
you know, it's a lot more fun to have like a tactical, you know, piece of equipment in your hand if you're going to play a motion control game like an actual gun than it would be to not have that or just strictly control it. I can see the Xbox 720 having built in motion control. You buy Modern Warfare 15. And out comes with it. <laughs> you get this massive box the size of a car shipped to your house, and it's all these different types of weaponry. Here's your bazooka model. Awesome. You use that for bazooka. Here's your M16. Your <laughs> your fin foul. Awesome. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, see, I, eh, I don't know. I enjoy actually motion games. Oh yeah, they're fun with parties, sure, with with your with your friends. But when it comes to, to me having my game time, sitting down doing a motion based game, it doesn't last long. It can't yeah. last long. Well, maybe you should start working out then, Joe. That's not the issue. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, but that's side of the point. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. if I if I sat down, like, I haven't really had much, you know, exposure to motion control gaming. But, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, when I sit down in front of my TV to, you know, get into some console gaming, like, I'm, you know, I just want to veg out, relax, you know, just kind of hang out. I feel like if it's going to be really too involved, if if I have to, you know, God forbid, get off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what you're in the mood for. I mean, really, I'm not always in the yeah. mood to go on there and start doing anything. But, you know, occasionally I'm like, you know, oh, man, I've been playing Dragon Age every day. I'm kind of tired of it. I want to do something different today. So you know, it, it's a change in pace. The only games I like to do while standing up is arcade machines. Sorry. Ah, Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe. <laughs> we might have to get a new host for this show. Hey, 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 watch it. <laughs> I know I know someone who would agree with you. <laughs> We're not, not going, going there, there, guys. All right. All right, let's move on to our Versus segment, gentlemen. Versus. The zombies are coming. And we're in verses. <laughs> yeah. So we're covering Angry Birds versus Plants versus Zombies today. So that's not three verses, it's just two verses, but one has verses in the title. These are both basically handheld games. Now, Plants vs. Zombies has gone to multiple different platforms, including PC, PlayStation 3, Xbox. So it's Angry Birds, Joe. Angry Birds is on the PS3. It's going there, too. Yeah, they're even making a movie of Angry Birds. Can you believe that? They're not. <laughs> they are. I've seen Angry Birds Halloween costumes. I've seen Crazy oh. Dave Halloween costumes. My, kid, my my daughter loves those Angry Birds. She sees the dolls in the store. I want an Angry Birds doll, Dad. No, babe, I'm not paying $15 for a little doll. <laughs> I've seen these little these plush dolls where you squeeze them, and it makes the actual bird sound of that type of bird. All right, so... See, if they made it more realistic, you squeeze it and it's... <laughs> 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 All right, Joe, go ahead. Explain these games. Angry Birds is a simple iOS game. Is when it originally came out for the iPhone. Uh, it quickly spread. It was a, a simple dollar game 
so yeah, Angry Birds is for, like I said, it came out for the iPhone originally, but, um, so you're taking these birds, you fling them from a, a slingshot to kill pigs that have apparently stolen the eggs of the birds. Um, I gotta admit, though, the cutscenes are actually pretty dang funny in the game. I don't know how many of you guys have seen. Most of them, uh, they got the two spinoffs, too. They got Angry Birds Season and Angry Birds Rio. Rio stinks. Seasons is oh, fun. Oh, see, I love Rio, but I don't like Seasons. <laughs> I guess we we agree to disagree, sir. Yes, we do, sir. Plants vs. Zombies, on the other hand, is a different type of game altogether. Like we talked about last week, it's a tower defense. You are a gentleman or a lady trying to defend your house. They don't ever show you. Uh, the only ugly mug they show is Crazy Dave. Insert Crazy Dave voice. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and you have a whole bunch of zombies that want to eat your brains. And to do that, they have to get across your lawn. And you have these hybrid mutant plants that um, are pretty epic that kill zombies. And your whole goal is to get as many plants as possible on your field to wipe out the zombies and protect your house. Yeah, it's a, you know I just started playing this game last week, and it's it's a pretty fun game. Uh, it can get tedious at times, but it's it's really fun. You got a bunch of different types of plants, and you basically got to use strategy to take them out. It's not your typical tower defense game, but it uh. It's a, it's really interesting, really fun. I love I love Plants vs Zombies. I played both games, and um, Plants vs Zombies to me was just it was it was a lot more uh, it was a lot more fun. It was uh, it held my interest longer. Um, you know, I liked the the uh, the idea that the puzzle um, based idea for for Angry Birds, but I like I like the strategy that you you need to you know develop in order to get through. Um, a board of plants versus zombies. You know, they show you, they show you what's about to come at you, all right. And then you kind of like see what kinds of plants and defenses that you have all unlocked already. And then you you kind of figure like, all right, like, you know, it, it's uh, it's daylight out, um, or it's it's nighttime out, so I should be able to harvest more. Or on sun, the roof, or, or you have a pool in the sun. backyard. Yeah, you know, it's just. Uh, there's a lot I, of strategy I, I like all the thought. You have a limited amount of plants you can pick. So you don't have you can't pick all the unlocked plants you have. You can only pick a certain amount, but you can unlock, you know, for future slots with money cuz zombies apparently like money. Um, and you I can get <laughs> and There's money even hybrid brains. plants you can buy that are pretty fun. Like I love the uh, the cattails for the water levels. Have you guys unlocked that one yet? I, have, I haven't I haven't gotten that far in the game. I played it for about no. 45 minutes the other day before I had to go to bed. You put you put this little cat tail thingy on on a lily pad in your on your pool, and it shoots at anything anything that comes at the house. See, like I, a I like machine gun. I like cherry bombs. <laughs> yeah, really those are really helpful. The zombies. <laughs> cherry bombs, jalapenos, doom shrooms, all kinds. I thought the but, um, the uh, the little the little sunlight um, uh, mushroom that they have, I find that much more useful than than the actual. Sun, sun plant itself. I have a nice little strategy I use for the night that gives me a ton of sun really quick. Yeah. What's that? You, uh, the first 50 you get, you put a plant in, a flower right away. And as soon yeah. as you get the 10, you put the mushroom in. You go plant mushroom, plant mushroom. So you have the f- entire back row is plant, a sunflower, and the entire row in front of that is mushrooms, the sunshrooms. Huh. And yeah. before you know it, you're getting so much sun that you have an entire field. And I had an entire field laid out. And it had about two two thousand sun still available. Yeah, I usually do about two rows of sun, but I haven't got the mushroom yet, so. 
<clears throat> it'll get there. And Angry yeah. Birds, what, what has the appeal to me is going for the three stars because you can do it has a, a star rating depending on your points. If you just beat the game and you're, and you're below the threshold, you're gonna get one star rating on it. Um, the whole thing for me is having to get three stars on every dang level. Have to yeah, do it. it's uh, that like Angry Birds. It's a fun game. I have a blast playing it, but I get so pissed off at that game. I just want to throw my phone out the window <laughs> and run screaming into the traffic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, <laughs> kill me now. Um, I've taken, I don't know how many breaks I've taken from that game. I'll quit for like a month. The bad thing about, I'll go back. The thing that really drives me nuts about Angry Birds is the inconsistent physics. Yes. Yeah. I'll be shooting the bird one way. The same, and the very next time I, I try it again, I'll do it the exact same way and something different happens. It goes a different yep. way. It's retarded. And if, if they were more consistent with the physics, it would be a lot easier and not pulling your hat out your hair out because you're going for those three stars it's almost all luck yeah it is and i don't have I'm not a very lucky person so most of mine are two stars <laughs> anyways all right guys that's got to be annoying i apologize <laughs> that is so Sorry. who's pick pick uh i i say plants versus zombies that's it's i enjoy it more yeah i'm well i'm with Navarro went on this, Plants vs. Zombies, because it has a lot more to it. Not just the actual game itself, but once you beat it, you can go back and do your favorite levels, like the sun levels, the night. You can go back and refight all the boss fights, or the little uh, bonus um, mini-games they have in between, so every, like, what, three or four levels? Yeah. Yeah. That and all the mini-games they have out now for it that are a blast. Like, for instance, oh, my favorite one is where the zombies actually have the pl- their heads are plants. So they're coming at you like pea shooters or jalapenos. They're walking into the field as the plants. I like the mini oh, wow. games that uh, Plants vs. Zombies has, too. That's what I was just mentioning. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking like, you know, the bowling. And... Yeah. The bowling was fun. That's the only one that I played, and that one was a blast. Um, you know, right now, since I haven't played as much Plants vs. Zombies as you guys have, uh, I'm going to say it's a tie. I'm pretty sure farther down the line I like Plants vs. Zombies better, but both of them to me seem... Like, I can get frustrated at them and want to throw my controller or my phone out the window eventually. And, you know, that's not a good idea with a big 55-inch TV. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got to take yeah. breaks. <laughs> All right. That's it for Versus. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll be back with The Grind.
grind. And we're back with the grind. Where we talk about MMOs. Yes, MMORPGs, MMOF, FPSs when Planet Side 2 comes out. We talk about MMOs here. MMOs. 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 Unfortunately, though, there is no news in Rift at all. Nothing. It's silent. Nothing going on. Do we have anything for Sotor? Sotor. Well, they had a couple of things, but uh, it, it was like lame. It was nothing. lame, and I don't want to. very good. Totally lame. Whatever. Whatever we use for this week. However, WoW has a ton of information out for it today, thanks to today being the first day of BlizzCon. Uh, BlizzCon! Oh, Mike? Woo! Let's do All it. All right. So, of course, typical BlizzCon fashion, uh, Blizzard introduced their next expansion for World of Warcraft. Mists of Pandera. All right, before we go any further, I wanted to say something. Project Titan is Blizzard's new MMO that they have been working on. They announced this four years ago. They were working on this Project Titan MMO. And they haven't leaked a thing about it. Why can't they give us at least a name, a concept, something? Uh, Next year's BlizzCon, I pretty much guarantee you we'll hear about it then. So five years, and then another five years after that, it'll come out. Yep, well, which is why I want to go to BlizzCon next year. There, there is there is one more day for for BlizzCon, right? Isn't they're holding one more day tomorrow, and that's it? Yeah, but they already said they're not going to talk about anything Titan. Yeah, uh, they mentioned they won't. Well, maybe the name no. Titan refers to the amount of time it's going to take in order for them to mm-hmm. tell you anything. Seriously, <laughs> your lord, colossal. It maybe better damn it. well be great. I mean, phenomenal game breaking. <laughs> All right, so. The world uh, of Diablo's StarCraft cr- War. <laughs> War Diablo Craft? War Diablo Bio. Craft. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, so they're increasing the level cap to 90 in this expansion. They and no, you will levels. not be able to fly until you hit level 90, just like all the other expansions. Okay, oh, so, that's <laughs> when, yeah. so by the time that Project Titan is comes out, they're going to have, what, a level cap of 216 or 220 in WoW? Probably. Like I probably. play a 220 mage. I can blow everything up with one shot. I think but it, I can't it goes yet. boom. <laughs> but I can't fly. Can't fly not till not till 125. Not till 125 or 225. All right. <laughs> All right. The, the the whole expansion is heavily influenced by classical Asian architecture. Uh, pretty What's much think of uh, racist. Well, if you, would, <laughs> if you would let me talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> Think Bad. about the Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda, how the world looks in Kung Fu Panda movie. That's pretty much how it looks. Sweet. It's so very pretty looking. China. Pretty well, much. I, yes. Do we know Bad. if that they're actually going to upgrade the graphics engine yet? No, they haven't released anything on that yet. Good. So I'm not sure. Eh. They want to keep it to where everybody can play it that doesn't have a new computer. So It's starting I, to look really extremely dated. Yeah, yeah, but the it thing is, is, is what they're what they've released about BlizzCon so far today. I don't even care what the graphics look like. I mean, it. I'm thinking about going back then. <laughs> yeah, mean, you know what? I'm actually thinking about doing it when this expansion comes out too, and I haven't played it yeah. for a long time. <laughs> so we have the Pandoran. Yes, the new race is the pandas. They're finally releasing the pandas new race. Uh, they can be either Horde or Alliance, uh, but you don't choose them at the character creation screen. You actually have to go through a quest chain, and at the end of the quest chain, you choose what faction you want oh, to be. Oh, so they're doing oh. the, the, the very first uh, dual faction faction. Yes, exactly. Right. Race. Yeah. So it'll be really cool. Um, 
from what it looks like right now from the demos they played at BlizzCon, the pandas are not going to be able to be Death Knights, Druids, Paladins, or Warlocks. Well, see, that makes sense. So they'll be able to be all the other classes except for those. Four. <laughs> I don't know about Druid. Well, they yeah, Druid. All right. Big ass yeah. Yeah. bear, right? Okay, so they have released their racials. Uh, bouncy, which releases <laughs> all damage by half. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. <laughs> boing. I love it. Now, if they had the actual boing sound effect, that'd be perfect. Yeah. And the only reason why Inter- it's called Bouncy is because they couldn't name it Fat Ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they fall. Uh, <laughs> the second one is Inner Peace, which doubles your rested XP. So that's pretty cool for oh. leveling. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Really interesting there. I like that one. The next one is called Gourmand, which is plus 15 to their cooking skill. Meh. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Last one is called Epicurean, which is uh, double stats to all food buffs. You know what? They have to have been huge fans of Kung Fu Panda, because this is what wow. it reminded me of right yeah. here. All these racial. I know. Yeah, that's exactly it. And the last one is Quaking Palm, which will put a target to sleep for three seconds. See, See that's I, proof right there. I yeah, see that I now, I would have, I would have laughed my butt off if they had some kind of move that only Pandorans can do where you touch the pinky and flex. They blow up? <laughs> or the belly bump? I think you the grab belly the bump. pinky and you flex. <laughs> I think the belly bump would have been cool. Or grab a finger, oh. flex your pinky. Right, got it. Uh, All now, right, so they also... Blizzard, gonna, let's oh, hope... Go ahead. I'm sorry, yeah. Blizzard, let's hope you keep this stuff. You're putting it in. It's awesome. All right, it sounds like some of this might be OP if you mix it with certain things, but... Have the balls to keep it in. Yeah. That's, that's all I got to say. 15% yeah. food buff, cool for leveling. But when you hit rating, everyone's going to want to roll a Pandarian whatever and get, you know, the that that brand new piece of, uh, you know, food that's going to increase your DPS. You know, I mean, let's... I mean, just think about it. Could you imagine, like, a Panda Alchemist? So not only do you get double stats for the food... Or for, or it only works for food, huh? Never mind. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, in alchemy, you get the double time on the yeah, the double time flasks. So now you're gonna get so see you'll get double stats on food, double time for flasks. Ooh, they're gonna be kind of a but nice. If look, if they're going with it, stay with it. You know, I don't yeah. like what they did with the Death Knight. You know, it it was supposed to yeah. be an OP class, and they nerfed it, and it hasn't come back since. It's supposed to be the her- yeah. the hero class, but the reason why it was hero is because it started out level fifty five. Right. Yeah, they're not doing it this time. They they did announce a new class this time, Monk, but it's not going to start out at level 55. You'll actually have to start out with one. So it's not a hero class. It's a standard not class. Not a hero class. No, standard class. Did they release what what uh, what races can be it? Um, from what I could garner from all the information I got, the only two races that can't be Monk, it looks like, are going to be Goblin and Worgen. So the ones <laughs> they makes, just released. That makes sense. So all the other ones should be able to be it. So you can um, be a kinda... you can be a blood elf who's gonna be like a sexy monk. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or you can be an ugly troll monk. Oh man, so, you gotta yeah. be an you gotta be an orc monk. Come on. Hey man, who you calling ugly? <laughs> I'd be a dwarf monk. Oh man, and if they make <laughs> if they make like a um a martial arts look to it when they're like for 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 instance for trolls doing like um capoeira. <laughs> how awesome yes. would that be? Yes, that, that would be perfectly in line. That's probably what they Joe got would be like, for, too. I have a level 90 bunk with monk with every race. <laughs> and I can still <laughs> pick it. <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting with the monks. Um, there is no auto attack for the monks. You know what would say. sell me? I had, I'm sorry, I had a weird idea. What would sell me is that they come out with a turtle-based race that would, could be monks. 
Maybe turtle. eventually. Be a Ninja yes. Turtle in World of Warcraft. How awesome would that be? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's copyright <laughs> infringement, but I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not turtle a lawyer. Tight. Come on. Get my dreams. Wait, so monks can't auto-attack. Um, apparently, uh, you have your chi, which is their special ability, kind of like focus and all that other stuff that they use for their normal attacks. And it's really heavily like compo and Twitch gameplay. Uh, I really don't know what Twitch gameplay is. Uh, Someone with, with with epilepsy? Maybe. Yeah. That's what I can think of. <laughs> um, They're referring to button mashing. Maybe. Uh... Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, maybe heavily button mashing class. The Also, um, they're going to have stances. There was only one available for the BlizzCon, and that was the Tiger stance, but I'm assuming that will allow them to do their different uh, class talents and stuff like that. So I, I wasn't paying attention. I was getting on my son's case, but did you already go over like uh, what kind of weapons they're going to use? Uh, well, it's gonna they're going to basically use uh, fist weapons, pretty much. That's exactly what I was hoping they would say. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be the fist. They already have the fist weapons in the game. So. Well, I know, and they're useless. Yeah. Well, uh, combat rogues use them quite a bit, actually. Not anymore, they don't. Well, they did back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> back in, uh, they did before, but now they're not too much. Uh, they yeah, did that's, in, that's uh, not Cataclysm, pretty, but, yeah, not Cataclysm, but in, in Lich King, a lot of combat rogues, rogues used uh, fist weapons. So I'm assuming they're going to be, like, uh, cloth? It, you know what? It doesn't say. Um, so I'm assuming cloth or leather, probably cloth. They'll probably yeah, be the cloth first uh, cloth, Prop, yeah. cloth best, uh, based class. So is Monk going to be a, a hybrid class? Yes, actually. Uh, from one of the things I was reading, it says they're going to be kind of like a melee DPS healer hybrid. See, you could really make a, a, a monk, because in a lot of uh, RPGs I've played before, monks, they could be actual tanks. They're evasion tanks. Yeah. So if you could do that with them, and well, I don't know how they do that in World of Warcraft, because most of how the fight mechanics work is is taking hits. Yeah. So, and, and especially their cloth, they'd, well, they're going to have to rework pretty much. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I don't know. Yeah. Be able we'll to see, see when more info comes out. You know, they don't really have too much now. But the uh, type of healer, oh. I could definitely see for sure. Well, it yeah. depends on what they do with their stance. I mean, if they switch stance, like if they, they had this idea that, you know, monks could tank, they could create a stance where, you know, like the paladin um, and the, their their buff, uh, the stance could give them all different kinds of, um, you know, buffs towards his health, his, his defense and you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Snake armor. To make them a viable tank. <clears throat> no. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, they're also introducing, they're changing the talent system. They're completely revamping it this time. Let me guess. Uh, it's more like Rift? No, completely different now. Nothing Dang like, it. pretty much nothing like any of the other ones. At least not any MMOs I've played. Um, you're still going to choose your specialization at level 10. So tank, healer, you know, holy tank, healer, that sort of thing. But um, there's no more skill trees. They've gotten rid of skill trees. Oh. Uh, now you're going to get your abilities as you level up. So you'll just automatically get them. Um, and then every 15 levels, you'll get a, a, a skill point still. And you'll have you'll be able to put it in one of three abilities. Well, no, starting at level 15 in every level. Yeah, every up. 15 levels. Not not every 15 levels. You just said every 15 levels. No, every it's, fi every 15, it's every 15 levels. It's I thought 15, they said 30, 45. No, every 15 levels. So you're putting these oh. points into abilities just to make those abilities stronger? No, it's a, a uh, you get to pick an ability. You get at the level see at level 15, you'll have okay. three abilities you can pick from, you put a point in there. Then at level 30, you get another point and you have another three sets of abilities that you can pick I one don't from. think I like this. No. 
That's at all. So I think that's, that's uh, how it's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a pretty crappy idea. That might blow the whole thing for me right there. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Are you gonna uh, be able to? Are you gonna be able to get all those points back at you know and re and respec if you, you will? You can respec still. You can always respec whenever you want. Just like before, it looks like the. It looked like they're getting more liberal with their the, your respecting ability. They said something like, "You can, um, you know, you, you can respec almost as easily as you can pick out your." Um, ah, great brain fart. I'm sorry. To me, what all it sounds like is that they're saying, "Okay, we're going to get rid of the tree concept, but we're going to let you now just put points in wherever you want, not having to go through one step at a time." Well, kind of, but it's not wherever you want. You only get three abilities every 15 levels, and they're three different every 15 levels. Yeah, so see you that... only get to choose one of those three. So it allows you a, <clears throat> it's a little less customization, but uh, yeah, a lot less. To, they're doing it to make it to where everything's more viable now. You know, because before there was so much that wasn't even viable in there. Well, they need to do push. is not do something dumb like that and, and quit taking away from the player and give them something more. I mean, yeah. that's the one thing that Rift did well. I mean, I hate bringing that game up, but it did that soul system so well that it's a model that Every MMO maker should really think about doing something along those lines because it works and it gives you customization and almost everything works in it. Yeah. Well, let's let's not get I don't know let's not get too critical about it. I mean they just they just announced it today. You know yeah. maybe I mean you know like I, I don't I'm not too keen on the every 15 levels you get one talent point thing, but you know maybe but you, you still do get every time you level or every two levels or how much it is you'll still get abilities as you level so the main abilities that you would have gotten the old tree you now just get as you level okay yeah. well i don't they, know if i like so you're not thing. you're not going to be losing stuff it's it's kind of going on more of like an action rpg thing instead of you know mm-hmm. the other way but you know what you know, regardless of what you think at least they're taking a chance and trying to change something up yeah, well, I, I'm definitely gonna. Play. I'm definitely pick up the expansion when it comes out, and I'm gonna play a monk. I'm gonna play a yeah. monk. Well, you know, I just like the fact that they're <laughs> trying something new. You know, like you, like we talked about before, a lot of MMOs are just copying everything now. Yeah. And no one's really trying too much new. So whether it fails or you know works great, I gotta give Blizzard props for at least trying something. This is this goes back to what we were saying in episode one, where we were saying, yeah. you know, you got to move, you got to move the genre along a little bit, and it comes in little steps. You know, hopefully yeah. this is a home run. Um, there's a uh, a quote here uh, that I was I was trying to get the word across. It's reglyphing. Um, they saying retalenting should be as accessible as reglyphing is right now. Yeah. So that to me says like they're being a bit more liberal with with how you can retalent doesn't sound like you need to drop a lot of gold in order to switch your talents up. Yeah. All right. So, um, they are going to have some raids and dungeons in the new expansion. Uh, they're going to start out with nine new dungeons. They're going to be six across the new continent of Pandera itself. And they're going to have three heroic versions, um, Stroloman's and they're going to have two wings of Scarlet Monastery that are going to be available in heroics. They haven't said what wings yet. So Sholo was one of my all time favorite. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, there's also uh, one of the new dungeons they mentioned was the Stormstout Brewery, where you fight alongside Chin Stormstout himself. So you actually get <laughs> nice. to go and maybe get drunk while you're playing. Who knows? <laughs> uh, there's also going to be three raids at launch. Oh, so nice. So you'll already okay. be ready to go once you go in. And they're also going to include world raid bosses again, finally, which hasn't been done since... Uh, uh, the second expansion, brain fart for me this time. Sorry. Burning Crusade. <laughs> Burning Outlands, Crusade. Burning Crusade. There you go. Um, 
so that's kind of cool. There's not really too much on that yet, so hopefully we'll find farther along. Uh, one of the other things they added was the pet battle systems. Now your yes. combat pets are not like completely useless. Yes, I'm actually kind of stoked about this. What? Dude. It <laughs> yes. sounds, yeah. And I'll go ahead and read you what he says. Um, Joe, you got to hear this. Basically, you'll be able to use your companion pets to battle against each other. You'll be able to level them up, get them items. You'll be able to make teams with them, and you'll be able to rename them. It's like what? So, and then you can also use your companion pets to attack and capture wild animals. Okay, that is nuts. Collection. I love cool. that. That is the epic. battles will be turn-based. Now that is what see yeah. Blizzard has always done this insanely well in World of Warcraft is that carrot on the stick. Yep. This so, is uh, major, major carrot on a stick. Yeah, and you'll be able to, it's cool because you can customize your pet the way they look, their names. Um, there will be masters that you can fight and gain master abilities for your pets. Um, you can form them into teams to take place massive battles. And all your pets are account-wide. So every really? character on your account will have access to them, not just the one that you got them on. So that's really cool. I wow, kind of like that. Say, that you uh, can you say finish up some old achievements there? Yeah. Also, you will be able to trade your pets. So, you know, if you want to trade it for another of your friends, he has a bad one. Or you want to just get it really powerful and sell it on the EH for a massive amount of gold, you can do that. Oh, wow. That's that cool. That is insane. Okay, yes. that, that, that resells it for me right there. Yeah, that, yes. that almost makes I'm gonna, me... I want to go play World of Petcraft. Come on, this is awesome. That was probably the biggest thing I was happy about in this thing. was like, oh my god, I can take my little cool dragon guy and go. I'm, I'm now I'm that pet shaman you get from the Diablo 3... You might want to get Diablo 3 now. <laughs> um, those of you out there, those of you out there who have an original collector's edition software package, think how cool it is now to have Mini Diablo as a combat pet. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I have I have a I have oh. a ton of pets I can think of that'd be so epic in this thing. Yeah. And you can like now Oh, uh, my, my flying skull. Okay, yes. get this. I'm going to be an undead I love the Forsaken. They're, I love their story. I have a Forsaken Hunter. I have a Forsaken Mage. And I wanted to make a Forsaken Paladin, but that's not an option. But anyway, I'm going to make a Forsaken Monk who's going to have the Flying Skull pet. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. How does a Forsaken Monk work? I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, if you, like, punch somebody, your arm's going to, like, fall off. Yeah, they're going to have <laughs> dead boo. <laughs> a lot of bandages. Lots I'm, of bandages. I'm dead foo? No, you can be dead foo. <laughs> So, um, Blizzard also announced, for those of you that still play WoW and plan on playing WoW for the next, you know, year, they announced they have their annual pass, which is basically you have to sign a 12-month contract, and you can either pay monthly or all up front, but you're going to get a free copy of Diablo 3. You'll get to beta the Mists of Pandora expansion. Oh, wow. And you're going to get uh, Tyrael's Charger mount, which is like a kind of ethereal-looking flying mount that looks pretty bad. So if you actually still play WoW, it's a really good, you know, it's a really good deal. I might have to do that just so I get in the beta and get the copy of Diablo. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you still play and you plan on playing for a year, it's a great deal because you're getting a sixty dollar game for free. You know, so pretty much you're paying, you know, what seventy bucks after that. They're that actually going to give you Diablo three for free. For free when it comes out, yes, it'll be a digital download, but it's the full game. Well, how much is this thing going to be though? That's a big question. It's well, it's fourteen ninety nine, the same monthly price. Either if you're going to do the monthly price, or you can pay the whole year up front, just like they do now. There is I no difference if, in price. It's just you have to sign. It's like a contract the, that you're locked into. 
Oh, okay. So you you you're have to you have to play it for a year, or at least pay for, for a year. For a year, yeah. You have to pay what for it for a year. What about the collector's edition of Diablo Three? Yeah, it doesn't do with the collector's edition. So if you plan on getting the collector's edition, then you know you're pretty much SOL. I don't There's know a lot of up. cool stuff with that collector's edition. I'm, I I would want to see. I really want to play Tour, and I really want that collector's edition. So I don't know if if you know this is going to be like an economical option for me. <laughs> yeah. So I you know they're doing a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know we'll have more information next week too because obviously BlizzCon's still going on now, and we still got a whole another day of information information to sort through. But seems like I might be going back to play WoW. <laughs> we'll have more on uh, on BlizzCon next week because we're not recording a show tomorrow. Yes, that's what I meant. Next week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. There's a lot to look forward to coming up in WoW. I'm actually pretty excited about it. I, I'm like getting all giddy and excited about having a Forsaken monk. I, I know, right? Like think about all of the the um, the creatures out there that you've always wanted to have as a pet, but they never opened it off to you. Battle pet. Seriously, that's like Pokemon on crack. Yes, that's exactly what it's that's exactly what it said. It's kinda like Pokemon on crack. With a wow skin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's it's Pokemon cool. on crack. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Yeah. All right. Joe, All right, you yeah. got some ideas here for crafting? Real I just quick. want to throw something in really quick. I was thinking about this earlier. You know how everyone well, most people hate crafting in most games. Um, wanna... Yeah, it is lame, it's boring. But what if they gave players hold on. <laughs> what if they gave players jeez what if they gave players the option to create the look of what they're making okay picture this you're a tailor right and you can dye patches of cloth and you make them different colors different patches and you organize them in the pattern you want however what makes the level of the of, of the item you're making determines on what stats you put into it like the rare um, like a potion you put in it and you weave into it, that creates 15 agility, and that makes it a level 20 item. But you uh-huh. control the actual look of the item, and you can name the item. Because you That's create it. Cool. It's original to you. Same thing with weapon crafters. You can like go on a grinding wheel and actually shape the actual blade. Say you're making a sword. You want to make it more like a, a, a scimitar. Or scimitar. So you curve it. You add little bumps into it, spikes coming out here. Use different blends of metal for the look and the strength of the weapon. Um, and you take it to an enchanter who gives it a certain glow or blood dripping off of it, you know. I, I like this. I like this yeah, idea. Yeah, it sounds uh, it sounds pretty cool. We'll have to that see would, how it... Uh... That wouldn't be hard to do. And it would take a oh. lot of stress off the design team and the art team from whatever MMO that implements this kind of idea. Yeah, I agree. Leave it to the player. You don't think yep. that would require like a, a tremendous amount of of uh, programming, though, in order to enable a system like that? No, because most games already have this kind of thing already in there. They just don't mm. have, have it implemented like this. I mean, look yeah. at look at Rift. You have dyeing in there already. So you, you, yeah. you take a stack yeah. of cloth, you dye it orange. It's now orange cloth. Sure. We'll have to see. Hopefully Blizzard's listening to this. And Maybe if you think about it, if you're a tailor, you have, you have a pattern of, say, like a rope. So you have your, your screen pops up with a rope. And you can put cloth patches in different sections of this rope. And depending on what, ta- what, what type of cloth you use, depends on what stats it gets and what the look will be like. And then you can mm-hmm. click on Preview, and it'll give you a preview of the robe on your character. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, that was just my well, idea on it. I mean, I think we got to pretty much wrap up the show tonight. Mike has to get skediddling for his family. Um, we do have... Skiddle. Skiddle. 
We do have mail, but the mail is more appropriate for our Halloween episode next week, so we're going to save it for then. Um, so that means we're going to bump up, uh, what is it, Lewis? Mm-hmm. We're going to bump up his email again. Lewis, you're like a, a, a thing of legend in this show already. This guy's a staple yes. on our show. <laughs> yeah, you get mentioned every week. So uh, yeah. so he'll be, he'll week, definitely we'll be he'll be there. Everything that you say, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to um, get to you, we, we swear. Uh, so we're not going to do in-game mail today. We're going to have it again next week. We're going to have plenty of it next week. So expect probably a pretty much of a long show. Um, my final thoughts tonight are, yeah, I can't wait to get into um, Rage. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope it gets here tomorrow. My final thoughts? Pet battles. <laughs> Epic pokey puke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All my right, final guys. thought is, uh, I don't have any. I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't have any more thoughts. It, it, you guys drained me. It's, it's empty now. <laughs> three hours of sleep, I'm devoid of any intelligence. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Well, who wants to take this? Navarro, when's your turn? You take it. All right. How to reach us. We have a website, which is thequestshow.podbean.com. Uh, if you'd like to reach us on Facebook, we have a, uh, a Facebook account as well, facebook.com forward slash The Quest Show. Send us a like. Uh, email. Email us with all your questions and tips and suggestions to thequestshow at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at The Quest Show or individually. Joe is at author J.R. Wilson. Uh, Evarwin is at, well, that's me. Uh, Evarwin is at at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. And Mike is at Insane Hero, H-I-R-O. Our um, outro was produced by Tim Janis, and I think Joe should have probably have said that. Oh, that's okay. It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> I'm not actually the host of the show. We're all three the hosts of the show, so it doesn't matter who does it. Um, I'm just a lucky one that, that has to be first chair and, and open up every segment. Like All a douche, fuzzy love. and get through three or four different takes in the process. Um, <laughs> seriously, guys, if you guys have are stuck in a game or there's something you want to know about a game, email us. Um, we'll find out for you. All three of us have our different ways of finding out just about anything in any game. So yes. let us know, know, and we'll find out for you. Yeah. This is a general gaming podcast. I know. Anything old game, new game, you name it, let us know game that's not out yet well that one's iffy <laughs> <laughs> all right guys it was a great great episode today See i get to say goodbye week. first man come on that's my no. my privilege okay fine we'll talk to y'all next week <laughs> take it easy guys be safe apparently i'm last as always adios <laughs> adios And then we're talking about... <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Okay, we can continue. <laughs> I am convinced that my stomach is demonic. <laughs> I can just hear it. Okay. How dare you eat so much, you pig? No, you're the asshole. No. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you pay. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs>
Exactly. All right, guys. Okay, the language thing. Let's work on alternatives. Yes. Okay. okay. Let's try Schlit. Okay. S H L I T. Schlit. Fizzle snitch. Fizzle snitch. There you go. Fla- flocking, like you're flocking a bird. Right. Uh, <laughs> is this oh. is this an official an official cut? Or we. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm keeping that in there. Okay. <laughs> hey.